Hello and welcome to the Brain Care Podcast, a practical and impactful series of snappy episodes on how to optimize your mental health and performance so you can reach your full potential. My name is Dan Murray-Serta, and I'm the co-founder at Heights. We make smart supplements and clever content with the world's leading experts to help you take care of your brain so it can take care of you. Welcome back, friends. Guess who's with us once again? It's none other than the wonderful Gemma Styles, the writer, mental health advocate and podcast host of Good Influence, which is brilliant, joined us on the last episode to share her story with us. We talked about depression, generalized anxiety disorder and what you can do to feel better. But in this episode, I actually want to focus a little bit on the influencer lifestyle and the experience of going through mental health with an audience, essentially. So do you feel like your following impacts your mental health? I think that can definitely be the case. And not just for me, but for people who I follow, who I consider friends now, you know, you do kind of get to know people on the internet as everyone does. I don't know whether I kind of gravitate towards people who do talk about this kind of thing or whether people are just becoming more able to talk about mental health online. I think it's probably a combination of the two, to be honest. But I think in kind of influencer social media sort of culture in general, there can be mental health implications, even just purely on the basis that you are scrutinised so much. I feel like anyone could probably relate to if you kind of try and put yourself in that position. But it is, it's obviously a great privilege to know that people are going to see words that you write or, you know, if you try and put a message out there, people, there are gonna, there's going to be someone to listen to it is, is the lovely thing. But it also then can flip around and you're like, oh, oh there's, so, there's so many people like, what if I do something wrong? Or I feel like it's almost inevitable these days that somebody isn't going to like something that you say. So it's kind of waiting with bated breath for that to happen. Um, I think, you know, if you are someone who gets stage fright, which I would do. Um, I think, you know, imagine stepping onto a stage and there being a hell of a lot of people looking at not only what you look like, but what you say and everything that you do. That's that's kind of what having an online platform feels like sometimes too. It's really interesting, I guess, as well, like the idea of having a large following. Do you have this sort of competitive streak with yourself? You know, that you get to one million and, ah, oh, it's not two. You get to two and you're like, ah, oh, it's not ten. Like, is there any of that kind of attitude or inner voice that happens with you sometimes? I try not to, but I think there must be at some point. I think I've been lucky enough that numbers have sort of trended upwards. Even if you're not focusing on it too much, I think if that were to change, then you would obviously notice and then sort of wonder what's going on or what's going wrong or you see a lot of a lot of influencers talking about when things change in algorithms and such and you suddenly get less people either seeing content that you put out or a lot less people interacting with a particular post or something and and sometimes that's just because you know you've put a post out and it hasn't really resonated with people and that that's fine too but there's so much about social media that is chemical and does interact with your brain in a very particular way I think there's been, you know, a reasonable amount of research and documentaries and stuff into this now. And it is the kind of positive feedback loop that you get and the sort of dopamine rushes that you get in your brain, which are very powerful in controlling behavior. And I think can definitely have a big impact on people when anything like that changes. So, you know, yes, if you get a lot of positive feedback on something, it's not even really just an ego point of view. I think it does affect your brain in a very particular way. So the effects on influencers are 
very real, I would say. It's interesting for me because I'm just an entrepreneur, so I'm not an influencer, but I guess because I share so much around well, I share so much around mental health, personal experience. I'm willing to talk about this stuff and the, and the journey of building a company as well. You know, I have a small following and even from that, I get trolled. <laughs> and I've got like less than 30,000 followers, let alone in the millions. And I, I love to think that I'm calm, reasonable, sensible enough to just avoid it all. But sometimes I do get sucked in. I do. I mean, I don't get angry and I don't I don't respond flippantly because fortunately I'm too sensible to do that. So I try and engage in a conversation, but it still gets to me for sure. And I can't even imagine on the scale that that might happen to you. So how do you deal with that? It's it's not nice. It's really horrible. And to be honest, I basically all the time now just have to ignore it because I think that also then reaches a certain point where even though you think on the surface, I'm like, I think I have the very reasonable right to kind of defend myself here it actually then I have to take on a whole extra level of responsibility that I don't always I don't always want to be the bigger person but I kind of have to because even if someone is saying something awful to me if I were to then publicly respond other people would probably then get involved and kind of from my point of view I'm like it's so nice that other people would, you know, possibly defend me in that situation. Or, you know, this hasn't happened for a long time because I've had to learn that I just can't engage with these people. Yeah, it's difficult. I think I think it would depend very much on the situation. But also I, being the thoroughly anxious human being that I am, can't really then deal with the idea of sloshing a load of attention on someone else. Even if they have, you know, decided that because I'm on the internet, they're allowed to say whatever they want to me. In theory, it should go the other way. And you'd think, well, why why should I not do the same to you? But I won't because I know better. So is there a right or wrong way to approach an influencer um, online, uh, on social media? I know it sounds like a very obvious question, but it'd be great to get like a little bit of insight. You know, every time you post, you probably get like hundreds or thousands of comments. And, you know, people do like to connect independently with with influencers that they follow. You know, they do feel like they have an affinity. They want to be heard. They want to have a relationship with you. You know, it'd be good to like practically know what is like a positive way to engage. Um, I think just engaging in, you know, the usual social niceties that you would have with anyone else because you follow someone and you'll kind of you know see a lot of updates from their life and you'll maybe like watch their stories or something you feel like you know people maybe more than you do it's a funny one because social media doesn't really set you up for this either so it might be that you know you reply to somebody's story and then it goes to them as a dm but it, I mean, it depends on what it is, but it can just be such like offhand comments. I think it's easy to forget, one, that we don't actually personally know everyone that we follow online. And two, that it is still a conversation and they are still a person. So the basic kind of greetings even go a long way in kind of starting a message. Have you ever considered stepping away from social media completely? I think I probably have considered, you know, coming off social media in the future twitter i often consider leaving completely it's the wild wild west out there but i think more than that in practical terms i think i take break 
I, I try to do that rather than, you know, kind of throwing my whole self into it and then thinking I can't deal with this anymore. I need to leave it forever. It makes sense. It's interesting because everyone always says this about Twitter, which I totally understand, but I've always had quite a positive experience with Twitter. And I think it's because I like heavily curate my feed, what I'm seeing. I try to really just focus on following uh, uplifting people, inspiring people, people who are kind, people who are interested in mental health and well-being and you know, might also be build, building businesses. I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I I go to extra lengths on curating my Twitter, but I can obviously appreciate that it's it's you know, like I say, it's the wild west. It's more about how people can access you as well. Yeah, that probably is true. You can you can do your best to see who you're looking at, but you never know who's looking at you. I suppose, which is the funny thing about about the internet in general and social media, and is also why you know when anything not that nice happens on social media, it's also why it feels so overwhelming to people so i i used to work actually a few years ago in um i worked for a cyberbullying charity and i think that taught me a lot about social media like in terms of how people feel when they're in that situation and especially when it's influencers talking nobody's saying that we're doing brain surgery i mean there probably are some brain surgeon influencers out there i don't know but it's it's not about saying oh I've got a really difficult job, poor me, but it is still people. And I think that's why when you get something like negative comments or something, and, you know, a lot of people have the tendency to kind of say, oh, well, you know, brush it off. It's part of the job. Just don't think about it. Don't look at it. One, that's not really how we work as human beings anyway, I don't think. I think we, you know, will have the tendency to be drawn to that but that's that's the thing about social media is it doesn't just feel like one person it feels like well everybody else has seen it as well and everybody else must be talking about it or thinking about it which yes when I say that out loud sounds very self-centered but that is the essence of what social media you know if someone's on your page it's kind of an extension of you or how you're presenting yourself so it does it feels like a lot more pressure than it maybe than maybe one comment from one person should feel like i don't know if i'm explaining that well at all it's a, it's a strange strange phenomenon as an influencer who's amassed a large following like what are your around mental health as well you know what are your sort of passing words or bits of advice for an audience of people who do follow influencers and do engage with them and do look to them for either a one-way conversation where they're just, you know, observing and enjoying and then also want to take it a step further and start commenting and engaging, you know, what would be your top tips of ways to sort of interact in uh, an appropriate and helpful way? I think really look inwards at what you're looking to get from your social media experience. So if there's someone who you follow and you enjoy their content for whatever reason, you know, you connect with them, you find what they're saying interesting, that's great and wonderful. And, you know, interact with them in a positive way, feel free to feedback, you know, send messages, say hello, be nice, all the rest of it. If there's people and there's a lot of people who end up using social media and following people who they don't really like or end up having negative feelings towards or if they make you feel a bit rubbish about yourself or 
you don't really like them. You're kind of just following them to be curious and you're not really thinking nicely about them anyway. That's only going to make you feel rubbish as well as them feel rubbish. Like there, there's no need for you to tell them like, oh, I'm really finding you boring now and this is terrible. Why don't you just just quietly leave? And then everyone will be happier for it. I think as much as there is responsibility on people who are obviously putting things out into the world, I think if people want to get the best experience and the most kind of fortifying positive experience out of their own social media usage you do have to look at yourself and what you're looking to gain and also what emotions you're kind of picking up from certain people because you can curate that a lot yourself and it makes it a much happier experience totally agree Gemma thank you so much for your time where can people follow you on social oh thank you very much um you can follow me on instagram at Gemma Styles or Twitter, if you're over there, at Gemma Ann Styles. If you're going to be nice. If you're going to be nice. Um, and like you kindly mentioned, you can also find my podcast, Good Influence, on all major podcast providers. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brain Care Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And follow us at Your Heights on Instagram and Twitter for daily doses of brain care. Did you know Heights started as a newsletter that I've written every week for years? I'm still doing it, and I'd love it to reach your inbox too. So, for weekly science-backed emails on the best ways to take care of your most important organ all in under three minutes, sign up at yourheights.com forward slash Sundays. See you next week. Just going to pop in here to say that you're listening to the season one finale of the Brain Care podcast. We'll be back in the new year releasing brand new episodes again from January. Don't forget to subscribe so we pop up for you once we're back. Don't worry though, we're not leaving you completely empty handed. We'll be revisiting some of our favourite episodes from this season so watch out for those in our encore episodes starting next week. Last but by no means least, I just want to say thank you for listening, sharing and supporting our episodes. We are now at the 126 episode mark and we wouldn't have gotten here without you. Just wait till you see what we have in store for our second season. Until then friends, see you in January. It's time to live by some of our own rules and take a little break. Back soon.